Welcome to the Life Podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Oh man, you mean business this morning. Look at you, you're all ready. You're ready to go. Who's ready for the word this morning? Hopefully I am. Hey, um, I just want to thought I would, I would just say a massive shout out to the choir. You guys, oh, you're all gone. You're all sitting down there. What a wonderful thing it is to see joy coming out, not just through your voice, but through your faces and through your very eyes and your being. Uh, it was just so great to, to have you guys back. And let's thank the team as well as they go. You guys have done a massive job already. Hey, put your hand up if you've ever been kayaking. Okay, good. Lots of people. That's good. Uh, keep your hand up if you've been kayaking and the wind has been against you, like coming like headwind. Okay, good. Most of you. That's good. Keep your hand up if you've been kayaking and you've had a headwind on your honeymoon. <laughs> One person. Well, have I got a story for you. When Debs and I got married... I don't know if you know this, if you're new, Debs, who was just up here um, leading us this morning, uh, we're married. And um, in, the, in the words of the philosopher Beyonce Knowles, if you want it, then you've got to put a ring on it, uh, which I did. Um, and uh, we're married. We went on honeymoon. We didn't go overseas like some people do. We went to Kerry Kerry, just north of Kerry Kerry. We stayed in a little cottage on a little river. It was beautiful. That led to a little beach. And it was amazing. At the cottage, they had kayaks. And we were thought, we, we're not really water sports people. And we thought, hey, we could do that. Kayak looks great. So we jumped in the kayaks. We packed a picnic. And we, we kayaked downstream to beach. A little gentle wind was behind us. It was lovely. It was idyllic. And we had our picnic. Uh, but by the time we got back to, to get back in the kayaks, to get back to the cottage, the wind had picked up a little bit. And whenever I hear the word demoralizing, I picture myself in that place on our honeymoon. <laughs> And you know when you're in a kayak, picture it with me. You're sitting in the kayak. You don't even have the strength of your legs. You're kind of shuffling your bum. And you've got these oars in your hand. And you are stri straining at the oars and everything you've got. And then you look out for a landmark. And honestly, you see the landmark and you're going, I'm going nowhere. I'm actually starting to go backwards. <laughs> even though you're putting in all this effort. Are you with me? Can you feel my pain? Some of you I know you can. Some of you are like, you're just weak, bro. And that's cool. Maybe I am. But uh, we decided, we made some vows before our honeymoon, and we made a vow on our honeymoon. We will never kayak <laughs> again. Well, I think I've done it since, actually. I've broken that vow. I'm sorry, baby. But... Uh, we went on a second honeymoon, which is pretty bougie. We decided after six months we would go overseas. We saved up our money. We went to Fiji. We are like, we'll go to Fiji. We'll lie on the beach. But what did they have on the beach at our accommodation in Fiji? Kayaks. But next to the kayaks were these little catamarans. And so we walked past the kayaks. We were like, <laughs> and then we got to the sailboat. 
a little kite, a little catamaran thing, and we were like, okay, cool, we might, we're going to give this a go, because we're Team Hannah. Yeah, we've been married six months, we've got this thing sussed. Not. Anyway, we, we looked at the, the kayaks, would you like to see a picture? Okay, here's a picture of us on the kayaks. Oh, yeah, look at that, look at that. I'm looking good. Got a bit of a long mullet going on there. Got my cap on. We're ready to go. Anyway, we sat down. We got the uh, we got the the uh, the instructor talked us through what to do, and we were going, "Yep, this is great." Then we jump on uh, the boat, and it literally just took off. And we're like, "Whoa!" We got cruising along the beach, like hoping we don't smack into people swimming on the beach. And the instructor's running along beside us, going, "Hey, hey, hey do, do the macarena or whatever. I don't know what he's doing. Doesn't matter to me because I don't know how to sail." And we ended up pulling the rudder around, and we shot off and went sailing into the big, wide open sea. Can I get an amen? It was awesome. We had a wonderful time. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the waves were going. We were going fast. We were turning. We managed to even get ourselves back to shore. It was awesome. You see, the, the adventure of sailing for us was a great story. We came back with a story to tell. It was a challenge we overcame. It was fun. It was adventurous. And today, I want to kind of paint this picture of these two modes of water transport. Number one is a as a, as, a, as a kayak, if we can get the photo of the kayak up there. Look at that. Oh, we've blacked it out. It's just come up like that. But on a kayak, this is a great picture when it comes to our walk with Jesus. Sometimes, you know, we love Jesus. We're in the kayak and we're kayaking away, but actually we're doing a lot of it on our own effort. We're moving forward, but it's because we think we've got to do, do, do. If that makes sense. I've got to be a better person. I've got to read my Bible. I've got to talk to three people about Jesus today. I've got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to. When actually I think we need to take on the mindset of the sailboat. That actually when we jump in the sailboat and we're powered by the wind of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the presence of God in our lives, we will have a better adventure. We will have more fun. We will have more challenges along the way, but we will be able to overcome them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Because the adventure in front of us, this year we're facing down 2023, the adventure in front of us will not be determined by our own effort, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Will not be determined by our own effort but by his power, which is why I'm going to call uh, today's message, I'm going to give it a title like we do here at Life. I'm going to call it Follow the Spirit, Drop the Paddle, and Hoist the Sails. Who's with me? Cool. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word to us, and Lord, we just pray this morning that it would be a revelation to our hearts, that we would not do life with you on our own effort, but that we would choose to trust and follow you. Lord, we thank you for your leading and guiding in our lives. We thank you for your good, pleasing, and perfect will. We pray, Holy Spirit, this morning that you would speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good. We're ready to go. I woke up this week real early in the morning. I think the Holy Spirit woke me up with this word in my heart. It could have also been the cat meowing outside our door. I'm not sure which one, but I woke up with this verse in my heart. It was not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's in Zechariah uh, chapter 4, verse 6. It says this. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. 
I dug a little bit deeper because I tend to be a bit of a Bible geek. And I was like, I wonder what, I just felt led. I, just, I felt this leading, like, go and figure out what the, what the original Hebrew is for, for spirit. When, and there's this great website, Bible Hub, you can go to Interlinear, and it kind of shows you all the Greek and Hebrew and Aramaic and all that kind of stuff. And you can go over and figure out what the original meaning of the word is. And it is spirit, but the first translation of this word, which is beruchi in the, in the Hebrew, the first word that comes up, the first translation of it, is wind. Isn't that incredible that I'm talking about sailboats today and that that is the word that comes up? It's wind, it's breath of God, it's mind, the spirit of the triune God, the God who is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, who is three and one and one and three. See, I think we need to stop row, row, rowing our boat gently down the stream and trusting the things that we're good at. Hear me. Trusting the things that you might be good at your job, you might be good with money, you might be good with your relationships and all that kind of thing, but you're looking at trust on your own effort. Whereas I think God is calling us to a deeper adventure than this. And he's saying, would you trust me with those things in your life? Would you trust me and hoist the sails and I will show you things you never thought possible? I believe God is, is, as a church, not just here in New Zealand, but globally, is calling us into discipleship. The problem is many of us kind of see that as an effort-based thing, and that's really not. And we're going to try and get that. I'm going to try and sell this to you today. See, maybe the challenge for you is the same as it was for me. I grew up in a church that loved God, loved people, loved Jesus. But when it came to the Holy Spirit, it was more of a principle to understand than a person to know. The Holy Spirit was a mystery to me for a lot of my life. And I, maybe it's the same for you. I, I wonder, maybe not. You, you might have a great understanding of this whole thing, and it's cool. But for me, to unpack some of that mystery is really important. So I want to unpack it a bit. Number one, the Holy Spirit is, he's a person, not an it. I used to think of the Holy Spirit as like an it, like a thing, like a vapor thing that kind of, ooh, mysterious. I don't really know what about that. I, I know God the Father, I can relate to that. I know Jesus the Son, I can relate to that. But the Holy Spirit was this kind of enigma. He's a person. Not once in the Bible does the Bible refer to the Holy Spirit as an it. It's always him. So in chapter 14, 15, and 16 of John, I love those chapters of the Bible. It's Jesus' last words or last kind of time with the disciples, like a real team talk, and he says this. A number of times he talks about the Holy Spirit. Four times he mentions the word helper. And, and I didn't count how many times he used the word him because it's a lot. John 14, 16 to 18 says this, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate or helper to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. What a cool promise. A promise that we all have as believers. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. That's a little, Jesus alluding to the fact that the very spirit, his very spirit, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, lives inside of all of us. Sound good? Cool. This was a revelation for my walk with Jesus, that the Holy Spirit of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, lives inside of me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. 
and that he leads me and guides me and I can have relationship, I can talk with him, I can listen to him, I can share my life with him, not it. Number two, he brings power to our lives. Number one, he's a, he's a person, not in it. Number two, he brings power to our lives. Jesus and the disciples in Acts chapter one, verse eight says this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Power. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Guess what? We're sitting in Auckland, New Zealand on the North Shore in lovely Albany. We are the ends of the earth that he is talking about. And it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that the gospel has radically changed history for the last 2,000 years. Can I get an amen to that? It's not our own effort. It's following where the Spirit leads. Number one, he's a person, not an it. Number two, he brings power to our lives. Number three, he's our helper, our guide, and our friend. Man, I love that. We can ask for his help. Help me, Jesus. 2 Corinthians 13, 14 says this, the amazing grace of the master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't you love to have that? Some of you, we, you've, you've got this. For some of us, we tr- we, we're still a mystery. It's a journey. It's a walk. God has something for you today, and it's this, an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, with God, your amazing heavenly Father. And it's from this intimate friendship where we walk, we jump onto a boat, and we go and we sail off in the direction and the power that he has for us. It's nice to say these things, but I've got a question. How? How do we do this? I I felt this week just to to meditate on these words, pray, listen, and step forward. The other one was fun, but it didn't kind of fit in this mix. I believe a life with Jesus is fun and joyful. I I hope I model that. I I think I do. I hope I do. Maybe I've spoken grumpily to some of you, but pray, listen, and step forward. Say it with me. One, two, three. Pray, listen, and step forward. We can do better than that. One, two, three. Pray. Listen and step forward. See, we can pray and we can listen, but if our actions don't get into the boat, we'll miss it. So praying, it sounds simple, right? But if you think about it on a sailboat, if you've ever watched the America's Cup, they were constantly talking to each other. And it wasn't about the length of their communication. It was short, sharp stuff. Hey, pull that rope, do that, do this thing, get the main sail, I don't know what yachting termination is. Put your hands on the wheel. I don't know what they say. But they almost, in another way of looking at this, they almost have their own language. Jibe, tack, um, spinnaker, all this kind of stuff. And in your prayer life, did you know that you can have another language? It's called what we call the speaking in tongues, uh, praying in the Spirit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you're like me a few years back, and the mystery was, I don't know what that's all about. Jesus wants to invite you into it today. He wants to invite it into your life, that you would go through life knowing an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit and knowing His power. Prayer is the way to do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 simply says this, pray continually. If you're into memorizing the Bible, start there. 
or Jesus wept. Or the verse before this, which is simply rejoice always. Pray continually. What is, what, is, what is the word saying here? It's not lock yourself in a room forever and pray for the rest of your life. It's this. It's that you would continually be in communication on the boat. Is that you would say when you wake up in the morning, Lord, lead me and guide me this morning. It'd be praying before every meal. It would be praying while you're in the car heading to work. Lord, would you give me your wisdom today before you go into that big meeting, stopping and saying, Holy Spirit, would you help me? You are my helper. You are my power. Would you go with me into this? Little text size communication with God, with his spirit in your life. Can I just try something with you this week? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, this little step might be, might be great. Is that this week, when you pray, pray, Holy Spirit, ask. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, be with me. Start to have a relationship with the third person of the Trinity in a very real way in your life. He is with you. There's prayer. There's praying. There's listening. Can we pop that, um, that title up, Pray, Listen, and step forward? I'd love the team to come and join me. You see, I was coming home from work recently, and I was in the driveway, and in my car, I just pulled in, and I had a lot of stuff to do inside, emails, you name it, all the rest of it. I was like, yep, I've got to do this. And I felt something in my mind go, you should go to Zach, my son, you should go to Zach's athletics day at school and see him do his thing. And I was like, yeah, but it was an interesting thought. Strong enough for me to go, huh, I think this is Holy Spirit speaking. Was I willing to listen? In that moment, I'm going to be honest, I was like, man, I've got a lot to do. It'd be great to just get inside and start that up. But I sat there. So I think I need to do this. So I put the car in drive and I drove down and I got to see the last round of athletics. And Zach was on the shot put. And he's at the mark and he saw me and he's lining up with his friends and he did his shot put and I videoed it on my phone like a good dad. And I was standing around with the other parents and I noticed another parent over the other side of where the group of parents was. He was sitting by himself and I knew him. I'd met him a couple of times before. His name's Ming. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I feel like I should go and talk to Ming. It wasn't my first thing to do, but I felt that nudge again, that listening to the Holy Spirit in my life. And I went over and talked to him. It was amazing. Within two minutes, he turns to me, he goes, you work at a church, eh? I'm like, yep, I do. He goes, I've been thinking about the Bible recently, but I don't have one in Mandarin. And I would love to get a Bible in Mandarin. My eyesight's not good. And I'd love to get one with big print. The next day I went out and I bought Ming a Bible. You see, the nudge of the Holy Spirit wasn't for me to go and see Zach. It wasn't even for Zach to see his dad. It was for Ming. It's moments like that where I feel like I get out of the kayak and I'm sailing off into the distance with where He wants me to go in His power because I, A, I want to pray. B, I want to listen to His Spirit. C, I want to step forward into that. And my prayer is that we would be a church that would do the same thing. So many of you already do, and I'm, I'm not trying to downplay that. But for so many of us, maybe today is the encouragement of the Holy Spirit right now is talking to you and saying, oh, I want to live like that. 
I want to get out of the kayak of my own efforts and I want to to sail. I want to live a life full of His, His intimate friendship and His power so that I can have testimony like that. Would we be changed by His Spirit as we try to be like Jesus, as we try to be with Jesus and do what Jesus did? Let go of the paddle. Step forward into the new life that He is offering you, following the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We trust that you were encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at any of our Auckland campuses. If you're not in Auckland, then check us out, Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifenz.org or download the Life app to stay connected and find out more.